Hello and welcome to the Fit and Feminist podcast with fitness and nutrition coaches Lauren and Lindsay. Our aim is to educate and empower women to take control and rebuild confidence with their health, fitness and lives. We have the fitness facts and no-nonsense nutrition tips you need for success with a hefty dose of feminism thrown in. With top bands and massive oversharing along the way, we hope you finish each episode feeling a step closer to the life and results you deserve. If you'd like more of us or have a question you'd like answering on the podcast, you can message us at Lauren Randall Fitness and at Lindsay Wells PT and Nutrition. All right, let's get started. Yes, um, oh yes, oh yeah. Hello everybody. Hi gang. Hi team. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> Episode 27. Oh, and you said that like, why is everybody even here? <laughs> you we're, made it for another episode. We're still episode. here. We're nearly on 30 episodes. We smashed it. Just, as, soon, yeah, as soon as we got to 21, that, made, that put us in the top 1% of podcasts. Wow. Yeah, because most people don't get to 20 episodes. Look at us go. I know. We're going to be on 100 before the year's out. We're going to be asked to go on like Holly and Phil Good Morning. I mean, I would absolutely love that. It's like my dream. <laughs> Phil's not on it anymore though, is he? What? Yeah. I thought it was Dermot O'Leary. <gasps> it's I Phil I gone? I don't watch daytime TV anymore. I don't oh. watch daytime TV forever. Oh. Yeah, and Alison Hammond, who I absolutely love. She's great. I would really like to meet her. I think she'd be such a good Let's laugh. make it a goal. Right. Oh my manifest God, we're going on Good shit. Morning. Manifest, manifest, manifest. Guys, we're going on the Good Morning and we're going to be best friends with Alison Hammond. Ah! Heard it here first, We're putting a good word for you. We'll forget you when we're at the top. You're so excited about our <laughs> pretend. It's not a pretend. Once I've got a goal, that's it. I'm hyped yeah, for it. We'll I do think it. we would be great on Good Morning. We would. How was your weekend? Um, it was great, thanks. It was nice and relaxed. Um, I didn't actually injure myself on the weekend, so that was a good start. I did a little run yesterday, had a nice Sunday dinner for a change. You had a Sunday dinner for a change? Yeah, it was lovely. What about you? Yeah, we had a Sunday dinner last mm. night. It was incredible. Becky went all out and we re- we had a chat about it. We realised the best Sunday roast is the one at home. Every time. Uh, I don't like washing up. Mm. But, okay, maybe a mum's <laughs> homemade sunday roast but then you can decide which veg you want how you want it all cooking the potatoes are always banging like it was so good she did stuffing she did yorkshire puddings it was like christmas like mm. went full out and banging did you have um pigs in blankets we didn't we didn't get that far <sighs> we didn't have crack didn't, didn't get that far, but it was great had my first football match this weekend and how was that it was good i feel like i've been hit by a train <laughs> it was fun nil nil so i would know. not know what to do in a football match. I would not know what to do in your dance classes and I still need to come to one. So here's the balance. I'll come to one of your classes, you come to one of our football games. Lauren, it would be awful. Like me on a football pitch. I'd love to see it. I don't I don't think that's something anybody needs to experience. I haven't got a clue what's going on. Well if you even if you watched it you wouldn't know like what Well is they're happening. just all running about, aren't they? Yeah. And there is a lot of running pretending about. Pretending to get injured. So <laughs> pretend to get injured. Yeah, I think I did used to play, like, just staffed with the boys when I was younger, but mm. I don't think I even understood really what was going on then, like, all the positions and... Mm. Yeah. That's fair enough. But it feels good to do something that you just love to do just because. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought... I, t- I always tell everybody else, do what you love so doing and your you, passion and blah, blah, blah. Who did you play... Where, what, who did you play with for? For Borough Bridge. Right. Against some team from Leeds. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Did you get recruited? 
No. Did you put yourself forward? No, so one of my clients plays for Borough Bridge and I've been saying for ages, I'm going to go back and play, I'm going to go back and play and then started training her and she was like, you should come and I was like, I really should. So I did and I liked it and I was like, oh my God, why have I put this off for so long? Were they nice? That's what it is, they're so nice uh-huh. because I did go back to another team for pre-season a few years ago and they weren't nice, right. they weren't friendly right. and I dreaded every session right. and then every session I was like, these people aren't nice. I don't want to do it. And these girls were really nice. So I was like, oh yeah, I want to come back and actually play for them. So yeah, good. Mm. I'm done. Let's answer some questions. Let's answer some questions. Right, so we, our first question is about sleep and um, specifically a C-section scar. So this person wants to know if they have inadequate sleep, will it affect the rate at which their body heals? Their C-section. Their C-section, specifically. So, sleep, we know, is fundamentally, like, the most important part of health and healing and recovery. We need to sleep. So, as far as, like, healing anything, I would say, yes, sleep is important and get as much of it as you can. That is going to help your recovery alongside your nutrition and everything. But also, I know that this uh person is six weeks postpartum and is moving house slash countries and has a three-year-old and so sleep is not high up on the agenda right now Mm. it's really hard to get a good amount of sleep so it's one of those do your best to get what you can and focus on resting when you can and throughout the day and little naps if you can and and yeah, that's that's all you can focus on, really. C-section scars are all going to heal differently. Everybody heals a wound differently, so it's going to vary. Yeah, completely. I think it's sleep is really important, um, and there have been various studies on like how it impacts upon recovery and you know recovery from illness. Um, yeah, scars healing, muscle growth, um, muscle repair. If you've got you know muscle soreness, if you're training hard, etc. So, yeah, and lean mass development. So there's, you know, sleep is, don't underestimate how important it is, but also you cannot put pressure on yourself right now, that extra pressure on yourself to be, like, panicking about how much sleep you're getting and how that then is going to impact your recovery. Um, I think the first thing you really should be doing with a little bubba is being kind to yourself and just every day going, like, right, what actually is achievable today? And you might get some nice surprises of a, like, a four or five-hour stint of sleep. Like, sometimes babies are really great like that and actually you wake up and go... Oh my god! I just yeah. had a really wow, nice four hours, four hour block of sleep. Like yeah. it's amazing when that happens, and you're not getting woken up every one and a half, two hours with mm. a little baby. Um, so yeah, I would focus on your diet if you can as well. Which again sounds like you've got a lot on your plate, and it's sounds like it's a bit of a tricky time for you. Bear in mind, all things pass, and you know you're going through at the minute with lots of things going on and it's temporary so I think just do what you can protein definitely 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 like try to get that in where you can because that's going to help you with everything that is the building blocks of life that is the building blocks of your body and if you want to repair then I would be getting protein in and making that a priority and making sure you've got some good nutrition some good variety and color and fruit and veg going in so just make it really simple for yourself um but yeah most of all i think be kind to yourself first and 
just do the things that you can to keep yourself going and sane, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't imagine. Like, t- two under three and up. Oh. It's a lot. I think the thing is, like, you don't also... You kind of go on autopilot. Um, We moved house. We literally, when I was... The day I was in labour with Ada, we had two viewings on our house in London. So I was in labour, cleaning, hoovering. Oh, my God. Yeah. And obviously, I'd had one child already, so I was like... This is a breeze. Yeah, well, I was just like, I'm not faffing around, like, just going straight into hospital and sitting in a hospital bed. And I knew if I kept moving, then it hopefully would speed things up a little bit. And at that point, like, the cramps and everything weren't bad enough for me to... Just Imagine someone coming to view your house and your water's <laughs> all over the floor. <laughs> yeah, What's just cleaning, this? Just, uh, cleaning just, the floor. Just giving birth in the back room, don't mind me. Oh, mind the placenta. <laughs> oh, but then we did relocate from London to Harrogate. In fact, no, we didn't because the guest house that we were supposed to be buying, that all fell through. So we ended up going to John's mum and Steve's in Thursk first with Amelie and a newborn. So we moved, fully moved house while I had a tiny baby. So I, I feel your pain, honestly. And to to be honest, looking back, what I was putting in my mouth was the last thing on my mind yeah. and just getting through that time. But it passed. And, yeah. you know, we look back and go, ha, ha, ha. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> what was that I doing? was fun. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Yeah. So... Next question. Um, so the next question is um, about your cycle, so your period and training around it. Are you more or less um, able to train well around your period, like specifically when you are on your period? Um, is it normal to be um, to have less energy and to feel like shit, basically? Yeah. And she said, is it normal to feel sick after exercise on your period? Yeah, um, I think normal is different for everyone, basically. Um, what I would say is in the first half of your cycle, your follicular phase, that's when you will tend to feel, and I am generalising, but usually the, the hormones that we have available to us then are on the rise. We generally feel more sociable. We gen- generally feel grey. Our skin looks better because we've got more oestrogen present. Um, that is the time when you are you know, by nature, supposed to be out and about getting out in the world and getting impregnated, <laughs> right? And then after that, you have the drop-off of your body going basically, right, we're not pregnant, so I've got the bod on with you and, and we're going into luteal phase and that is when we become... PMT symptoms kick in. Um, you've got lower energy generally, um, less hormones available to us. Injury rates can be higher, um to or, or the risk of injury is higher at that back end as well so just be careful in terms of what kind of training you're doing um your sleep quality will decline as well you might have like insomnia again this is all very individual um you might sleep like a log because you're so knackered um but i think you know all things told it's probably that they're intertwined like if there's a higher risk of injury it may well be because people are more tired and you're not you know sort of as Mm. switched on mentally with what you're doing workout wise um i think if you go into if you're if you've got your period right you're on your period then everybody will go into that with a different mindset some people just breeze through it 
And I would say, you know, it depends on your symptoms as well. Like, mm. if you have really heavy periods and you've got a really bad headache and you feel really bloated and you've got those awful, like, dragging pains where you feel like your womb's going to fall out, yeah, like, you're not going to get the best out of your training sessions. Um, but some people are bright and breezy and get through it and, you know, there have been plenty of people, Paula Radcliffe, getting you know, I think she got a, a PB on a marathon time while or something while she was on a period, yeah. So, you know, there are people who will go and, like, have that mindset of, like, maybe they just go into training thinking, I'll just see how I go. And, like, they're a bit more open-minded. And then it's like, oh, wow, I've surprised myself and surpassed my expectations. So, yeah, mindset would be one thing I would say is to how you actually approach that time of the month. Um, In terms of, like, the sickness, your digestion will be different because everything is quite close together in there so it's not uncommon for people to have diarrhea and feel sick period shits yeah and period trumps oh my god it's so bad everybody knows about the period shits and the period (laughs) trumps and my girls have been listening to this podcast (laughs) i would totally out them because they both are like oh my god period trumps are the worst i'm like (laughs) yeah they are this absolutely stink so bad (laughs) yeah so they are a thing Let's talk about these things more. <laughs> yeah, not I like, mean, this is know. a feminist podcast. We can talk about yeah, period exactly. pose. Um, so, yeah, you know, you, you're going to have some issues. Um, do, it can be expected. Again, not all people, not all women will have this, but um, they are some of the symptoms is that you get, you know, bloating as well. Um, so, yeah, I would say pay attention to what you're eating around that time. Um and I would probably say that if you did like a little bit of a food diary for a few months um, and you might be craving things that are maybe higher in sugar or I don't know, a, a big curry or something like that. Well, that's not exactly the most easy thing for your body to digest. So it might be that you need to eat some simpler carbohydrates, like a nice jacket potato or some, you know, like something that is quite easy to digest, nice and comforting. It's got that higher carbohydrate content, but it's not too greasy or difficult for yeah, your body takes to... your carbs box yeah. without leaving you feeling like Bleh. yeah even though that's not really you're not really craving a jacket potato on your period um I, but I love it's... a good jacket potato with some cheese it a bit doesn't salt. tick the box when you're like i want to shove my face in a gatto you see so this is i guess generally like in the week before me personally i am like hungrier mm. um i'm not like necessarily craving a specific thing but then as it gets closer to my due mm. my period the day the day <laughs> my appetite day. seems to wane mm. and I'm, i feel more in control again of mm. like what you know i'm not in the fridge constantly yeah all my stuff is the week something. before yeah like i'm clumsy i want it i do want to eat chocolate like i just suddenly i'm like oh i really want the chocolate yeah. and it all goes up but i'm like my boobs will be sore there'll be um, my body temp goes up, random yeah. sweaty moments, like pet menopause almost. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I must be due on. And then I kind of, I'm like, that explains it. Do you and use I, a tracker? I don't use a tracker. I, Because right. I was regaining my yeah. periods and everything, I did track just through my notes, not through an app or anything like that, just my symptoms. And now I'm like, it's really regular now. Every five weeks. That's good. So, <laughs> thank you. I love it when I first met you, you were just like, yeah, I just don't have a period. Yeah. That's that. It's great. <laughs> Loving life. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I got no, back. Back so. with a bang. Oh, they are back with a fucking bang. But yeah, I sign. think 
yeah, you're right about the nutrition side, and that will help. But also, if you are mega overcraving like sugary foods and beigey foods, make sure you're also getting enough of that stuff in throughout the rest of the month, so that, that one week or even just a few days isn't like being steam train what is it yeah like just being hammered by wanting to eat the carbs because if you give yourself that permission to eat them more regularly then for that one week a month you're not being absolutely sucker punched by it and you can focus on your jacket potatoes instead which will then leave you not feeling as sick when you're working out it's all just like you just got to track what you're doing and and pay attention to your own symptoms and what works and what food left you feeling what way and and everybody is so different like you've got to just figure it out for you personally yeah but yeah i think you know feeling feeling sick during that time i would probably say that some some there's quite a lot of people who would experience some issues with digestion with diarrhea constipation like one way or the other um and sort of it's that thing of you know you you talk about this within your friends you talk about this within like our client group and that is not uncommon to feel that way mm. but i would just maybe adapt the intensity of your training as well um to suit how you feel um and just just monitor for a few months at least like a few cycles what you're feeling like what you're actually eating and maybe adapting away from things that are are making that worse mm-hmm. yeah yeah cool um okay so now we have how to stay motivated and focused when around others who have a fat loss or weight loss goal and body image issues Mm. yeah so basically this person is surrounded by people who are hammering down weight loss and you should be doing keto and you should weigh yourself all the time and basically their goals just don't align with what her goals are and their values don't align with her values and this client works with me and knows that for a healthy sustainable way of training and enjoying exercise and all of that that's not her goal anymore that's not what she wants to be around but unfortunately that is what her peers are still into and I think it's tricky because you don't want to engage in those conversations and you don't want to be a dick and be like could you just shut up but I think (laughs) I actually did a post or a story recently maybe it was a post about how to respond to people Mm -hmm. and I think we should do a whole podcast on how to respond to people when they talk about weight loss and your body and things in front of you because it can be really tricky to navigate it but if you can just remove yourself from the conversation somehow then that means you're not surrounded by it or ask to not talk about those things because once you've said that once and you said I would really appreciate if we didn't discuss you know xyz because it makes me feel do 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 or it's not in alignment with what I'm working on at the moment then they should have the respect for you to not bring that up again and if they do simply say could we not talk about this like trying to get yourself out of that conversation and if you live with these people then obviously it's even more tricky to get out of the conversation avoid it and what are this what are this person's goals they are they literally want to enjoy training more mental health than anything nice exercise for mental space enjoyment train just to train might have a couple of race things coming up in the future but really just want to enjoy it and feel strong and feel good about themselves and feel more confident yeah and that is hard isn't it when then on the other side of it then you've got the other the other narrative which weight loss weight loss weight loss yeah which moves away from that i think you're right i think there should be a conversation of boundaries Mm. of like 
this is what I'm doing now and I, this is good for my mental health and I would really appreciate if we can talk about some other things. So, so much else to talk about, isn't yeah. there? I mean, oh we, sp- we spend enough time talking about this, but there are like so many other things that you can be talking about and, you know, maybe... <laughs> maybe do something like every time weight loss is brought up bring out a jigsaw yeah or, <laughs> or a, a money bar. jar yeah a money or, jar yeah, a money jar. Jar. Like, pound pound every time you yeah. say something about fat loss oh tell me that i need to be keto again yeah like, yeah make it like a swear jar yeah um i think it is very difficult but then my advice probably would be stick in your gun stick to your guns and like stay in your own lane and that's really really hard if like there is a lot of noise and chatter constantly about like what you should be doing and what other people you know their own sort of bias and narratives are um i think you know if if you cannot remove yourself from that situation because it's familial or because it's a friendship group then yeah the discussion about sort of boundaries and you know where you are and hopefully they love you and respect you and you know they'll re- they'll realize that actually it's not helpful to you um and respect that um but yeah i think it's you've got to be really steadfast in what you want to achieve and why you're doing what you're doing um, and just keep reminding yourself that so that in your own head that is your narrative and you have that you know write it in your phone have it on a on a note somewhere like put it on your mirror wherever you look put it you know in front of your toilet so that every time you go to the loo or every time you go to your fridge like you've got that in front of you like why you are doing what you're doing and that it is not about fat loss or weight loss or making yourself smaller it's about enjoying yourself and making yourself mentally tougher and stronger and yeah being happy yeah and like friends and family aside it's a global thing everywhere Mm. you look it's weight loss we've talked about this a million times the magazines the newspapers what we see on tv media pushing weight loss pills like all of that stuff it is everywhere and when you look for it and notice it and see it then it's all you can see at that point and Mm. it's so you could remove yourself from these conversations or not have these people in your life and we're still surrounded by that. Yeah. So it's so important that we stay in our, like you said, stay in our own lane with our own vision of what we want to do and what we want to achieve. Like for, for you, what is best for you? And that is not a body shape or size or or anything. It's like, what what do you want? And what you want is not weight loss and what you want is not a keto diet. So yeah you like and it comes says, back to the values to again doesn't it like if you know what your values are if you know what is important to you like those those things can be quite concise like you don't need to write an essay about it mm-hmm. it's just like what is most important to me is it you know my best friend my you know having a nice house or you know for me my kids and my family you know mm. it, it's like if what what is really important to you um and if you've got those things and if it's for yourself then you know what is the most important thing for you right now for yourself um, it doesn't have to be anything external um it can be a combination so i think yeah just get yourself like really clearly in your head like what you're doing this for and and try and if you can even quiet in the the chatter elsewhere outside of you know friendship and family like on social media you do have choices over what you're looking at you know buying you don't have to buy women's health or yeah. grazia or do you know what i mean like yeah. you don't have to buy into those things that are kind of pushing this narrative of how we should look what we should be wearing what new makeup's out what mm-hmm. new skincare's out what you know yeah. all of that stuff like 
And I feel like when you're wrapped up in all of that mm. stuff, it's so hard to see that there's another option. But once it's like, I always see it as like, you're peeking your head over the wall and you're like, oh my God, look over there. There's like a whole bunch mm. of people over there not giving a shit about weight loss. And when you're like stuck in just seeing that, it's mm. so hard to like peer over the wall and see that like there's another yeah. another thing you can look at. Like, yeah. yeah, weight loss is important to some people, but when that's all your narrative has ever been, and it's all that's pushed onto you from family and friends and everywhere, it can be hard to even know that there's another option. So the fact that she... Yeah, she'd be really proud of herself yeah, for actually even, going, this is not for me, I don't want that. I yeah. want to do this and I'm carving my own path. So yeah, stick to your guns, yeah. carve that path and keep... Carve, honey! Carve away carve. and just keep doing what you're doing. But yeah, just try, try and, where you can, um, minimise the amount of chatter and background noise there is about the things that you don't want to be hearing about. Yeah. As um, far as staying motivated, it just in general, um, episode number two mm-hmm. is motivation. Mm-hmm. And episode number seven is motivation with a sports psychologist, with a fitness psych. So if you guys want more on motivation, then episode two and seven would be very yeah. helpful. But we were saying before, like, motivation is something that comes and goes so what i would focus on in terms of like staying motivated is keeping on your actions and knowing your why Mm -hmm. so just your day-to-day actions towards what you are striving for so if that's you know again mental health getting outside for some nice long walks um doing things that make you feel good yeah doing things that make you happy like football Getting yeah, absolutely get on battered on a Sunday afternoon in Borough Bridge. That is not my idea of happiness, <laughs> I have to say. I was buzzing. I had a proper post game buzz after. I felt Aww. great. Did yeah. you get some Epsom salts? No, I didn't. Oh no. Becky's getting some fun things for on a lunch. What a queen. Yeah, that'll save me. What a woman. Yeah. That's good. Uh, next question is how to let yourself go more and not hold back so much? Uh, in regards to what exactly? Well, I'm assuming she means activity, but I think this actually could be, you know, in all kind of ways of life. Um, I think she means like she wants, she has so much that she wants to do, but she's almost scared to dive in with both feet. Does she want to come play football in Borough Bridge? That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Oh, it's me. This is, it's I, me asking the question. Is it you, Lizzie? Would you like to join the team? This is what this is kind of a perfect question, and I suppose, in the whole, like, do, going back to doing the things that you want to do for you, that you're passionate about, that make you feel good for no other reason than you just enjoy it and you want to do it. Like, making the time for it. And how, well, how did she word the question? How to let yourself go and not... Hold back, hold back so much. I mean, what what's the worst that could happen? Like, what is the worst that could happen? Well, funnily enough, this is exactly the phrase that I said to this person <laughs> in a training session last week. <laughs> well, it's true. So I thought that about football. I was like, if the worst that could happen is I don't like the I don't like it. Yeah. And I don't go back. Yeah. And I don't do it again. Yeah. Or that's it really there's yeah. no real like, yeah. it's, it, we we hype things up so much worse in our heads than they ever actually are yeah. every trial I ever went for overhyped in my head like our anxieties and we're so in our own heads all of the time and when it comes to that moment it's actually fine yeah I really want to know what she's specifically wanting well, to go I for mean, but I, I feel like so there's two there's two a two pronged thing here. Um I think the main one is um like on sort of trying new things and she's quite an overthinker and um 
I would say she, she, she'll say like, I really want this. I really want to do this. But then the sort of, I suppose the self critic mm. inside goes, well, you can't do that. You can't have that. You, mm. you're not going to be good at it. Mm. But then she also is really like, has a bit of an all or nothing perfectionist mm-hmm. mindset, which we're trying out or like really trying hard and working on because I've said to her, like with some things, you will never be perfect. Yeah. Like there are people who've been doing this for 20 years who are yeah. still not perfect at Imperfect it. Perfect action. And even if you have one perfect lift, say, so if you're working on clean and jerk or snatch or whatever, if you have one perfect lift, the next one might be absolute dog shit. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's it. But all you can do is keep working on the day to day and working on the actions and getting your processes in order and just thinking like again, why am I doing this? I'm doing it because it makes me feel good. Like nobody else in a gym I was talking to one of the other PTs at um the gym today about this. Like nobody else in the gym really is looking at what you're doing because mm-hmm. we all go into a gym setting thinking about what we're gonna do and maybe how we look and how other people perceive us. Yeah. So if you think every everybody in that room is thinking pretty much exactly the same thing yeah then nobody's looking at you and wondering what you're doing yeah so I guess you need to practice on um quieting that voice down that's going you can't do this don't be stupid you're too old for that you're too whatever for this quieting that voice down and challenging it and going do you know what fuck you I'm gonna do it anyway yeah like challenge yourself push yourself and maybe have like a pros and cons list like write out all the pros for doing the thing and all the cons for not doing the thing and see how it goes so for me joining the football team the pros were being part of the team again fitness stuff uh getting to play football which i love the cons takes a little bit of time to get there and out of my day and i might get injured uh but there was just so many more pros on the yeah. list and the cons were just like me or there's that trick, isn't there? The flip a coin thing. And if you say, right, heads, I'll join the football team. Tails, I won't. And you flip the coin. And whichever one it lands on, if you felt like disappointment, then you yeah. know that you should have done the other one. So if it landed on tails and said, don't join the team, and I felt disappointed, then I should join You'd the still team. still do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the other thing is, like, and I think a lot of people do it, is the labelling of... Like, I'm a this kind of person, I'm a that kind of person, I'm such a this. Ooh, we're getting to identity yeah, now, well, this is, And this is, what, this is what I think part of the reason is, is because we need to let go of that. Like, who you might have been even as a child or even who you were last year is completely different to who this person is now. And, like, I'm completely a different person now to what I was five years ago or mm-hmm. 10 years ago or, you know, 15 years ago. Like, you know, yeah. some people still hold on to those things. Like, oh, yeah. I've got clients that say I wasn't the sporty one in school and I was never good at PE. So, so what? I've spent the last 30 years not doing exercise because they weren't the sporty one in school and they didn't see themselves mm. as that person. Mm. And it's like you can do anything. You don't have to be an artist to get some pen and paint some yeah. paint some paper out and draw something you don't have to be a actor to go and join a drama club like you you can just do it because you want to do it and enjoy it yeah i'm no david beckham but i joined f- women borough bridge <laughs> ladies come on let's go the thing guys. is it's weird isn't it because like you meet some people and they're like oh yeah i'm a fully fledged actress and it's like they're on adverts <laughs> on tv but they have that it's like they don't have that limiting belief and i find that like so like it's so not me but then when somebody is like oh yeah i'm an artist and it turns out well you draw but you're not actually getting paid to do that 
Mm. But that's their perception and they are like manifesting that shit. Yeah. You know, they're, they're putting that out there that that is what they are and that's how they identify. Yeah. Um, so limiting beliefs. We are touching on some big ones yeah, today. Yeah, well, we are. But these are beliefs. It's true. It's all... There's a, there's a lot of... Like, a question is, it's not straightforward, is it? Because yeah. like there are so many different elements to that. Um, mm. And I think it's... One of the main things is letting go of what you... Again, a narrative. Letting go of like either what other people are thinking or what you expect of yourself or what voice has been put into your head. Exactly it, yeah. Of like what you have been led to believe you are capable of. So I think, you know, especially as we get older, like life is too short to not just do the things that you want to do. If you want to try bloody jumping off a mountain, (laughs) jump off a bloody mountain. This is it. This is the this is why I do the adventure days yeah. and pole dancing and hiking and mountains and women going, God, I never thought I'd be able to do that. Yeah, I had a sixty year old water skiing last year that yeah. never thought she'd be able to do that. And yeah. I'm like, You can literally do it. You just gotta do it. Yeah. You it's... might not even be good at it, it doesn't matter, you just gotta try. Yeah, and, and exactly and if you if you're rubbish at it then but you can have a laugh. Like you've yeah. still had a nice day out. Yeah. So <laughs> I know I'm gonna to come to a dancing class of yours, and I know I'm gonna be but you'll be terrible. <laughs> but I'll love every second of it anyway. Yeah, you'll have fun. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have such a laugh. Yeah, yeah. I think the other thing is like also I would say I have the assumption on me many times that I am sporty. I am not sporty. People probably look at either my physique or you know that I'm always in the gym or whatever. I I was. I absolutely hated PE at school. And that was mostly because my dancing teacher was like, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do the other. If you want to be a professional dancer, you cannot be getting on the back of a horse. And she put the fear of God in me, like, Mm. don't go skiing, don't do this, don't do that, don't do the other. So I feel like there's a lot of things that I didn't do at that time because I was so focused on, like, well, that's definitely what I want to do and that's all I want to do. So I was a bit like, I don't want to play rounders. Like, that's shit. (laughs) Like, But I did it because I was at school. But if you'd have seen me i got knocked out by rounders ball <laughs> didn't you just fall off a treadmill the other day yeah I? just fell off a treadmill i've had the clumsiest week of my life i think but probably not my life but yeah this week i have banged my arm quite badly on my funny bone on a barbell i banged my nose doing pull-ups and literally was in the middle of coach and it was so busy. I was facing the wall, luckily, so nobody saw me, but my nose went proper up and it was like, when I was demonstrating to John, like what I'd done, it started bleeding. Um, But I just had to style it out because it was just so full and I just literally came over the bar, bam, and banged my nose. God, I want to cry. (laughs) And then, yeah, um, thought I'd turn the treadmill off, went to get back on it, it was not off. I really wish they caught Oh my god, it wasn't, I don't feel like it was, it all happened so quickly. Um, (laughs) So dramatic. Yeah, I don't think it was that um, bad. But like speaking of, this is totally off topic, but speaking of like making yourself vulnerable or doing things that you think like, oh my god, that's going to be awful. I also, and I'm telling you this because if you have any issues with your nether regions of peeing yourself. I've been inspired by Shona in our podcast with Shona um, of her hilarious experience of getting an internal examination. Um, And I had a sort of couple of weeks where I was like peeing more than I would normally do when I was running or squatting. 
so I was like, this is it, right? I cannot go carry on my life like this, like worrying about what colour leggings I'm wearing, mm. like worrying on double unders if I'm going to pee or, you know, having to run off to the toilet. So I went and booked into um, PhysioFit in Leeds and had a, a pelvic floor assessment um, and had an internal examination. And I would, I could, I honestly could have cried in the lead up to it because mm. I was so nervous and like felt so vulnerable about it and even when I went in the room and the lady was so lovely and put me totally at ease but I just felt like crying the whole yeah. time because I just felt like oh my god this is just I mean the... there can't be many more activities more vulnerable than a no. pelvic floor examination well having somebody else's finger up you yeah so <laughs> whoever asked the question about how to let go and stuff you're like would, yeah. you, would you rather <laughs> would you have rather a pelvic floor do examination a, or do a clean and jerk or, <laughs> or mm. have your pelvic floor examined yeah so well my point on it basically is like you know sometimes like being vulnerable and taking that extra step into something that you actually feel really fearful of is totally worth the payoff I think always yeah I think always worth the payoff Hmm. (laughs) I think it is because even if you're like okay that didn't go as well as I expected you learn learn. exactly like yeah there is no yeah I, I can't imagine anything going so drastically horribly wrong that you regret doing anything. Yeah. I do think, like, one of my favourite, favourite, um, I don't know if it's a quote, a statement, whatever, but you win or you, le- you learn. Yeah. I think because, again, of my, my background of, like, I used to do shit tons of dancing competitions and, like, winning was, like, the ultimate. And if you didn't win, then you just failed. Mm. So the mindset shift for me being, even, it honestly, it took me over into over my 30s to have this thing of, like, I'm learning and so I'm always winning regardless of what the outcome is. Yeah. Like if I do a competition now, I used to put so much pressure on myself. I would get anxious at just the mention of doing a competition. And now I'm like, I'm just going to go and I either win or I learn. Yeah. And exactly. that's it. So yeah, I shared a really good quote the other day that was like, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but it was basically about how everybody's just fucking winging it. Mm-hmm. Like there never comes a point where you're like, yeah, I've got everything down and I'm nailing it all and I'm so in control with everything and nothing scares me anymore. Like, we are always... Everyone's always kind of winging it. Everyone's always just feeling their way. I think that's what it said. It's like, we're just all feeling our way. Like Completely. Everybody is. Even the people that you think are at the top of their game, when they're on podcasts, they're saying they're winging it and they're just feeling yeah. their way. So, yeah, everyone, everyone's vulnerable. Everybody's winging it. Yeah, completely. Things. So, yeah. Do the thing. Do it. Don't put things off. Get things done, get things sorted, and you'll most likely not regret it and thank yourself yeah. for it and feel really proud of yourself too. Don't put it... If anyone's listening to this going, right, that's it, I'm so motivated, I'm going to go join that whatever now. I'm going to do gonna it. Join do Lauren it right on the now. Pitch. Yeah, I'm going to join Borough Bridge. Do it right now. Don't say I'll do it this afternoon. Don't say I'll do it tonight. Do it in the next five minutes. Don't let yourself get away with not doing it again. Wowee, we've just done a big war cry. <sighs> I hope, right, messages. I want to know if anybody joins up or does anything off the back of this. Let right, us know. I'm going to go get a thing, somebody random I'm going to get a thing of a stranger, yes! <laughs> or just like, you know, get some paints. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks to Shona for spurring me on to do that. Because, yeah, because yeah, it was absolutely fine and there is no problem. So, Yay. I just got to do my giggles. 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 Tissues. Tissue grabs. <laughs> Delicious. Was that all our questions today? That is all our questions, I think. Yeah. There we go. Cool. Another Peaked. one. Another one bites the dust. Yeah. Keep sending your questions in, guys. Yeah. Please. 
and Great also questions. keep um yeah just keep engaging Keep engaged. We like it. Just stay engaged, stay engaged. and just share Keep and follow we've got, and like. We've got listeners in Australia. <gasps> F- we do. Y- Whom? Yeah. Well, one of my lovely friends, Jackie. She Jackie. messaged me and she was like, oh, I just love listening to the podcast because I miss your little voice. Oh, that's so oh. nice. Okay. And I love you and I miss you. But yeah, we've got... We've got cli- I've got clients in America that are listening. There you go. We are going worldwide. Go worldwide, guys. Good morning. Again, back of the list. We're going to have to put their rates up. Going to have to go on John Stewart or something. Who's been on hype? Oh, Lauren. Oh. Oprah. Let's go on Oprah. Yeah. You know oh, Oprah my is God. Going. I would love to meet Oprah. We're going on Oprah. Okay. Sacked, sacked off Holly and Phil. We're off to Oprah instead. Right. That is that. Thanks, okay. guys. Bye. Bye.